Red 5. I'm going in. <laughs> Star Wars fans, welcome to another edition of Trench Run Report. I'm your host, Aaron Russo, and I'm here with... Uh, Justin Gray, standing by. And today we are having a lengthy discussion about Star Wars Celebration, specifically uh, Star Wars Celebration Anaheim 2022, which Justin and I were able to attend in its entirety. Um, and... So we'll primarily be talking about that, maybe a little bit about celebration experiences in the past, a little bit about what we think of the future and what might be coming up. Um, but yeah, we're going to jump in and go in depth on our experiences uh, at Star Wars Celebration Anaheim 2022, which was a, which was really Star Wars Celebration Anaheim 2020 mm -hmm. that got... Yep delayed two years which was significant because it meant that that was the first star wars celebration since 2019 if i'm not mistaken correct or 2018 uh nope 2019 2019 chicago which both of us went to but you went the full four days uh actually that one was five days long. that one was five days long did you and you yeah. had a five-day ticket uh yep me and uh jacob who uh um yeah. yeah, yeah, we we, are, we both we both had uh, five five day passes. I only went for one day, and that was my first Star Wars celebration, and I was hooked, like off the bat. Like that was like I was like, oh, I got to come back to this when and do the whole the whole experience. So, so but then COVID happens, and I didn't really have plans to go to the twenty twenty the twenty twenty two. Once it was announced, everything, I didn't have tickets or anything. Um, and then Justin was planning to go. You were planning to go with mm -hmm. Jacob. Yep. And then Jacob couldn't go. Yeah. And then I had the chance to go. And so that ended up being a great opportunity that I wouldn't have had otherwise. And so then we went. We went to Star Wars Celebration 2022 in Anaheim, right next to Disneyland, Um uh, it was May 25th or 26th, but yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah. So uh, we live in Grand Rapids, Michigan, if you don't already know that. So our journey started with, uh, getting on a plane pretty early on, a on a, I think it was a Wednesday morning and, um, flying out to Anaheim. I think my first really cool moment of that trip was, being in Chicago, because we flew from Grand Rapids to Chicago. Okay, yeah. And, and that, then that very small plane. Yeah, and then we when we were mm -hmm. waiting to get on the plane to go from Chicago to Anaheim, all of a sudden we were surrounded by Star Wars fans, and they were all mm -hmm. going to, to, to Anaheim to Star Wars Celebration, which was very cool. I think that was my first moment of like, oh, yeah, this is going to be great. It's going to be all Star Wars fans for the next five days. Like, mm -hmm. So that was very fun. And, um, 
we ended up seeing, I think, you know, quite a few of those people that we met standing there waiting for the plane when we were there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, 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 we saw them reoccurringly. Yeah. yeah. We, uh, there was one guy who was working at the booth where I got my, my uh, exclusive Star Wars Apple Watch bands that we met there at the airport and a few other people. Um, yeah, that was kind of like my little my little prelude to what it was going to be like for the next five days. But but yeah, so that's we and so we got we got to Anaheim right I guess the day before. Uh, yep. Yeah, and what did we do that night? We didn't. We just went to. Uh, yeah, we I, went I don't. To downtown Disney. Yeah, I, I think I think it was just downtown Disney. Downtown Disney. And we uh, got we got dinner, mm-hmm. and uh, we went to the the new Star Wars store that they. They built it downtown Disney, where Rainforest Cafe used to be. Oh, okay. And that yeah. was that was. I knew I was in trouble when we went to that store. I was like, oh no. <laughs> oh yeah. I already see like twenty things I want to buy. How am I going to get out of here without buying all of it? Um, we went to the Lego store. Yeah. That was amazing. So many cool Legos. That planted the seed in your head to get the 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 ca- the cantina cantina yes. set, mm-hmm. um, which is probably the highlight purchase for you, right? Oh, absolutely. Of, of, the, of yeah. the experience. But yeah, so we got there that night and we did some shopping and did some cruising around, surrounded by Star Wars fans right away. Yeah. That... Which was great. And uh, speak, speaking of meeting Star Wars fans, um, I I'm actually I actually uh, do a lot of Star Wars TikTok or, or watch like uh, content creators that are very heavy with Star Wars on TikTok. And I actually got to meet some of them that are pretty high profiled on on that app. So, like at um, uh, day one uh, at the yeah, um, even like the first day when we were downtown Disney, you kept stopping like, oh, that's yeah. that guy, that's that yep. guy, that's, mm-hmm. that's that girl. And I was like, I don't know who these people are, but you're like you were like, yeah. oh, that's a yeah, all these like famous Star Wars TikTokers were all just wandering around. Um, yeah, and uh, plus I th- I think some of them actually do follow me now because of that, or uh, or they uh, re re. Uh, shared the photos that we took that day, so right. I, th- I thought that was pretty cool. And uh, and I also did, so, and I also filmed some TikTok material there too as well. Yep. That uh, got pretty much that. I think I think they those videos might be some of the most viewed videos that I've had on the site. So of uh, when you were at Celebration. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Very cool. So. If if you ever if you ever are planning to do TikTok videos, uh, always do always do events that like have uh, big Star Wars events like that, and you'll definitely get views. So, um, but then the next the next day was uh, Thursday. Thursday, yeah. So, which was day one mm-hmm. of the official celebration, and we were up bright and early. Like, we'll bring down in the in the line by like what eight thirty in the morning. I, I think I think it was like nine. Nine in the morning. Because so, like time the, did doors... the doors open ten. I, I thought it was I thought it was later than that. Well, eight, no, nope, it was ten. It was ten. Yeah. Yeah. So we were in line for about an hour, I think. Yeah, not, maybe not, a little more. Yeah, not too bad, but enough enough time to feel like uh, oh, we wish we would have been better prepared. Because uh, floors, uh, those floors are not really forgiving. Yeah, there was no uh, place to sit. There was you had to sit on the ground. 
Well, standing these giant lines, thousands of people all crammed into this, what was a, essentially a giant basement. basement. Yes. <laughs> uh-huh. A basement that I remember very well. Um, from previous? Yeah, from uh, 2015. 2015. So, so there's a little story behind that. Um, uh, back in uh, 2015, um, I uh, met up with uh, Star Wars Underworld, which is another great Star Wars podcast. Um, we even had uh, Ben Ben Hart on the show before. Um, that that was the first time I met them. Uh, I wa- I went down there with Jake just to visit them, and then all of a sudden. Like in this, and they were in line for the uh, episode uh, seven panel for the Force Awakens, and it was like the night before. And then all of a sudden, when we we're about to head out, they shut the doors, and they're like, "All right, nobody's getting out." And we're like, "What? Yeah, this is the line overnight line, so you you, you lose your spot." Or actually, no, we couldn't. We couldn't even like just up and leave. Because they, they wanted a head count. They had imprisoned you there? They, pretty, pretty much. Oh, my God. They're like, oh, that 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 sucks. Yeah. And, like, Jake and I, we, we luckily we had backpacks. But um, we didn't, like, everybody was just looking around. And we're like, wait, we didn't bring any food. No food, no drinks. <laughs> so, and, and, like, I mean, some people came prepared because... I mean, I guess like there were some uh, celebration veterans, so there there were sleeping bags, but um, like so we we both just sat in a line, and then all of a sudden we just hear oh pizza for everyone. Apparently, uh, JJ Abrams uh, bought pizza. Yeah, I remember yeah, hearing about he that. He bought pizza for everyone, basically feeding the five thousand, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Like, cause like we were like the first half of the line, so we did get decent seats, and we didn't get and like we got into the actual panel itself, so it wasn't it wasn't an overflow line, and um, yeah, it was it was definitely worth it. Um, oh, it, it was it was just mind blowing because like it was the first time uh, they uh, showed the trailer for the first. Uh, Oh. theatrical trailer for the force awakens right. uh with that voiceover by luke that like the force is strong my family my father has it i have it my sister has it uh you have that power too. Have power too yep and yeah it was it was definitely yeah, I can't one of the yeah. biggest highlights ever that must have been amazing and to actually see the cast from that movie show up it was the first time ever seeing uh, the original cast up there, well, minus Harrison Ford, uh, which he, apparently he was supposed to be there, but two weeks earlier he crashed his plane into a golf course. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Why, well, yes, landing decently, I guess. <laughs> um. But yeah, that okay. So that that was my little story about that basement. So it did kind of bring somewhat nostalgic value when we were down there. Though I was really happy that we didn't get to sleep down there. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> that that would have been a whole other uh, thing. I'd never been to celebration in Anaheim, so I didn't know what was going to happen. But when they let us in, 
you went up the escalator and then all of a mm-hmm. sudden there you are in this giant i remember the first thing i saw was that giant tie fighter uh set up in that big room with all the other uh costumes and things that were set up um but yeah day one was i think if i remember i mean day one we did a lot of looking around yeah pretty much yeah, we, we, of... we were. Yeah, we were mostly looking around. Um, I don't think I had any uh, meetup events then. No, that um, was just like taking in like most of the halls, which was just massive. And I feel like we didn't even get to all of it that first day. Mm-mm, no. Um, highlights for me that day were just like, just, gosh, I mean, there was so much. There was just it just was like that first time that you go in. To the hall and see everything for the first time and it's just like every time you turn like every second is just like there's always something yeah there's just something around every corner every booth like every kind of thing you can imagine it's just was just like it's like just overwhelming like in the most positive way just you're just surrounded by star wars mm-hmm. star wars fans star wars merchandise like old merchandise new merchandise like I, there's so much going on there. It's just incredible. Um, and you know, highlights for me were like the Lego booth was it just, which is always just over the top amazing. Um, uh, the lounge fly booth that I had my eyes on all the whole time we were there. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's just so much. I mean, I think I don't even know like how to describe. You know, there's just it. Like you could go for hours just talking about even just the things you saw, like from booth to booth from like the vintage figures to like just things that you, things that you knew existed mm-hmm. new and old, but you didn't ever see them anywhere. And it was all there, mm-hmm. like all of it. Like, yeah. And plus like the, the fun thing about those booths is that like, sometimes you see stuff that you uh, either one had at one point and be- remember very fondly of, uh, two probably still have and go like oh yeah I have that one or that one um, or wait I didn't know that it, it even existed <laughs> um, which happened a couple times uh, I I saw this uh, um, like Hasbro orange lightsaber that was released back in 2002 and I'm like I don't remember ever seeing that in stores or catalogs or anywhere yeah it's like some huh. obscure thing. Yeah, very very obscure. Yeah, I think I think it's like um, it's like mm-hmm. overwhelming like how much like yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, like I mean there's just so much that there's so much merchandise out there that you're bound to see something you never even knew existed. Right. For sure. So, um which leads us to like one big giant uh Star Wars celebration tip. I guess, I guess we could do a countdown of those like uh, tip number one, save, just save any cents, like yes. any dollar you, that you can. Um, cause if you think, Oh, I have $5,000 saved up, that'll be enough. Nope. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like that, yeah, that is, no, that uh, is, uh, and like, I kind of forgot about that. Cause I was like, Oh, I, I'll have uh, 3000 saved up just for spending. That wasn't enough. Like I probably could have just blew at least twenty thousand. Oh, I mean, without like, even without even hesitating. I mean, some of the some of the stuff there is 
some of the, like for me, like my biggest, like some of the biggest things that I they just make my eyes bulge out of my head is like the like the the vintage Kenner figures, the original series of figures, graded and carded in in a box, like oh ten thousand yeah. dollars, and I'm like. There's no way I'm going to buy that. But if I had the money, I absolutely would. Like I would just blow $10,000 on, yeah. on an action figure in, a, in, in the, in the carded box. Like, but yeah, I mean, it's, 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 and that's probably like that. Maybe like, you know, like save up your money because like if, if you go there on a really limited budget, which I mean, pretty much I did, like I didn't I mean, plan to spend a ton of money, but, but like, you will so quickly feel overwhelmed by having to stop yourself from just buying so much stuff because <laughs> you just want to take so much of it home with you. Like you just want to take so much of it home with you. Right. It's crazy. And cause, and cause you see all these things, right. That you only maybe ever see online mm-hmm. and it's really hard to find and you have to like find it online and order it and have it shipped to your house. And you go to Star Wars Celebration, it's all there, all of it. Mm-hmm. Like all the Black Series figures, all the Gentle Giant figures, all the sculptures, Slideshow. all the everything, everything's there, and it's just insane. It's just insane. And every kind from the, every item from like the you know two dollar lanyard or keychain to like a ten thousand dollar life size Darth Vader. Like, mm-hmm. what did we do on Thursday night? Well, that kind of leads us. Leads us to our uh, first kind of uh, negative, as far as oh, the, yeah, as far as the, the experience panel. go. Um, so the Luke, the first panel, um, which apparently I was trying to get us into, but apparently the lot lottery system didn't like it. Made us it gave us the Bad Batch uh, panel instead, which I was like, okay, I mean, not bad, but. Probably would have wanted the Thursday one because that was the Lucasfilm. That, that was the Lucasfilm showcase, and they did a lot of very extremely exclusive stuff. It was so exclusive that they didn't they didn't even stream it. Right. Which that was a huge red flag on my end because it was like they always they always stream it. They always used to stream that one because they know that one's the crowd what everybody's there for and i remember in chicago they streamed it yeah they they, remember people i was i wasn't there that day but i remember driving into chicago that day and like listening on youtube in my car and like yeah they 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 did that with the last jedi panel they did that with force awakens panel even though we were a part of it right um like the heck they even like that's they like showed the trailer forever to everybody um, but yeah, there, like, it got so, like, we didn't even know that Harrison Ford showed up until it just, until it was well, like it crowd circulation. Yeah. Um, which was like, oh, that would have been cool to actually see. Right. Which was kind of mind boggling. Cause it was like, oh, well, and then plus like I, I know the Star Wars uh, show stage isn't that wasn't as big as before. Oh, well, actually, there was like plenty of room. To, like even then, like I think there was like way more room than uh, 2015. But yeah, it, it was it was and plus um, 
whoever attended the actual panel, and I believe, I think the Overflow panels got that luxury too, they got to go to the premiere of Kenobi. Yeah, that was the part that really pissed me off. Yeah. Like, I can I, understand, like, you know, there's only so many people we can let into the panel. Right. That's fine. But then those people got to come back that night and watch the first three episodes with the cast and crew. First two episodes. Yeah, right two. For, thinking of mm-hmm. Andor. First two episodes, blah, blah, blah. Like, and then everybody else was just completely left out in the cold. Like, like to watch it where? I don't know. Like, like yeah, that, we're all here, like most of us from out of town, sitting at, staying at hotels that don't have Disney Plus streaming on the TVs. And here you are just, well, I guess you just have to watch it. I like, we ended up, we ended up, so th- oh, Thursday night, because Thursday night, that was the the night of the 501st bash, right? Yeah, there, there was a little, little uh, get together with Star Wars Underworld, which we, we did for a couple, like for a good, like maybe 30, 45 minutes, something like that, which I, I, I won a prize there. That was, that was pretty cool. Um, but we couldn't stay for the whole thing. Um, but we, we, yeah, we had the uh, um, 501st bash. Oh, actually, multi-bash. Like, every Star Wars celebration, I try to attend other uh, uh, events throughout the um, course of a Star Wars celebration. So, like, multi-bashes or any kind of after parties. Um, so, and 501st bashes are... Well, back then it was called 501st Bashes because the 501st, that was like the um, big club, um, and it still is. But now now it's, I guess it's called uh, multi, Multi-Bash because there's more, there's the uh, Rebel Legion, uh, Mando Mercs, uh, Droid Builders. So it's so, more, so like, it's more like including all, all of those clubs. The first bash I went to was back in 2015, um, and... It was it wasn't as crowded as the one that uh, we went to, but I, th- I think that was kind of star- the uh, that's like the biggest thing that I've noticed at Star Wars Celebration that was a little more crowded than when I went in 2015. Um, but anyway, uh, that that one that one uh, had some uh, special guests. Uh, there was uh, James Arnold Taylor and uh, Matt Witter. Uh, from Clone Wars, and um, just and also uh, just enjoying the party casually was uh, a lot of uh, cast members uh, from the Clone Wars, mm-hmm. uh, like uh, uh, Tom Kane, um, Bradley D. Baker, and uh, a lot a lot of other a lot of other voice actors from there, and. Uh, which back then uh, the Clone Wars um, it, it was it was popular, but like it didn't have like the mainstream attention that it does today. Right. So um, like heck, even uh, Jake was like, "Oh, okay." At that point, he didn't watch the, the Clone Wars series. Yeah, he didn't know who those people were. Yeah. Right. And um, but yeah, it was it was it was really cool. Um, and plus, uh, uh, Jeremy Bullock was there. Uh, the original Boba Fett. That's cool. Um, so that 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 was that that person Jake knew, and like I, I was like, "Hey Jake, that's the original Boba Fett." And he just walked. Away. He's like, "Huh?" So <laughs> so it was it was kind of like a wake up call to 
like hey you're, you're like you're in a you're 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 playing with the big boys now. Right, kind this of is a real. This is yeah, this is the real deal. Mm-hmm. So and like after the party, uh, um, oh yeah, there was also uh, book authors there too. Uh, Timothy Timothy Zahn was there. Are you talking about twenty fifteen? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the the only book author that I saw at the one that we were at was uh, E.K. Gray. Yeah, Claudia Gray and uh, E.K. Johnson, I believe. I don't remember seeing that person, but I remember yeah. seeing Claudia Gray. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. At the one this yeah. year, you saw, who did you see in the lobby? You saw um, Nine uh, Nub? Yeah. The guy who played Nine Nub in mm-hmm. well, pretty much all the Star Wars movies, right? It was always the same person? Yeah. Like, uh, Mike, Michael... Uh, Mike uh, Queen. I don't know. I don't know. Queen. I think. I remember you, yeah. you saw him, and then you yeah. I, I tried. I tried to introduce you. Yeah. 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 Um, and and that's the other thing. Like the bash was kind of um uh, like the light. It was definitely like felt like a club more than like an actual party that we went to because like the lights were on, like like the daylights were on uh, when I went. But like when we went, it was like a nightclub. Right. Yeah. So it was yeah. it was kind of hard to see who who was who. Uh, but we did bump into some people that I've uh, um, met in the past. Uh, one of them was uh, Amanda. Um, she she she's she was a she yeah she was the stage host this year too, for the back panel. Um, so that that. And I also bumped into another person that um, that I was on stage with uh, one year. Oh but, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. But yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get to that story later though. And then you you got um, to chat with uh, Steve Sansky. Yes. Obi-Wan a little mm-hmm. bit, yep. Which was cool. Yeah. He, yeah. Yeah. It was like oh, it was it was so cool because like he was like a walking collectible encyclopedia. Right. It was it was like oh the suits from uh, Oppo suits. I was like oh wow, that, yep that's correct. He knew like, where yeah, your tie but, came from, yep. where your belt buckle came from, yep. everything. No no I don't I don't think Not he commented. Yeah I don't think the belt buckle, but he did he did say the tie was from Sears. I was like okay yeah. For those of you who don't know, Steve Sansweet is the person who owns I guess owns and operates Rancho Obi Wan, which is. The biggest collection, Star Wars collection in the world. Yeah. It's all in one place. Yep. According to the Guinness Book of World Records. So he is literally like a professional top of the line collector of Star Wars memorabilia from all periods and all everything. I think, I think he actually owns some uh, props from uh, A New Hope. From A New Hope. Yeah. Yeah. That he's acquired. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. I I feel like that could be a whole... Disney Plus show in and of itself, like Rancho Obi Wan. Oh, oh yeah, I would yeah. love to go to that. That would be a a, mission, a trip that I would love to go and and and, and actually visit Rancho Obi Wan. That would be amazing. But but I think we were still a little bit salty about the Obi Wan thing because it was happening at the same time. So all these fans were were right were getting into the mm-hmm. to the thing. But and, uh, then, then, then they announced that the time, the time got early. Yeah, they they bumped the time uh, from it was going to be at midnight. Yep, and then they bumped it to nine. They bumped nine it o'clock. to nine, and so then we kind of like 
Like, oh, Bolted. what's happening right now? We kind of left the party, probably left the party a little earlier than we would have. Yeah, it was, it was Because it was we wanted to get back and watch it. Yeah. But here we were, like, all the way in Anaheim at Star Wars Celebration, and we're watching the first two episodes of Obi-Wan on my iPad in the hotel room, late at night, less than sober. Right. Um, and that was kind of a little bit of a bummer, mm-hmm. I would say. I mean, it was exciting to be at Celebration when that happened, but it was a little bit of a bummer in terms of, like, just the 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 viewing experience for something that was so anticipated. Mm-hmm. Which even as as we reflect as I reflect back on it, it's still still a little bit salty about that. I just don't I just don't understand you you because because if I'm not mistaken, right? They they moved the premiere date was supposed to be the Wednesday before celebration. Yeah, and then they moved it to Thursday, which was during celebration, and then they made it so exclusive that only the smallest amount of people could actually watch it on something resembling a. Like a, a big screen or anything yeah. like that. And everybody else who's traveling there and doesn't have any real, real way to watch it is just stranded watching it, you know, on their phone or on their computer or whatever. Mm-hmm. Unless you lived in Anaheim or lived in Southern California, then I guess you could go home and watch it. Yeah. But then it was like they aired it at nine, which is like fine. But I mean, like a lot of people were there for celebration. They're not like home yeah. by nine. But for what it's worth, I mean, it was fun. It was fun to be at Celebration when that happened. That was still cool. Um, and it, the energy around it with Ewan McGregor being there, Hayden Christensen being there, um, you know, all the actors being there was, was pretty cool. Um, but, yeah. So that was, well, that was day one. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, let, let's, let, maybe let's jump to, like, just the highlights. Like, I know for me, one of the highlights, couple, well, maybe three highlights for me that I really – thought were incredible um the ian mcdermott you know audience with the emperor panel great yeah we were really close to Mm -hmm. the front yeah and got to hear ian mcdermott talk at length about his career and his experiences filming filming his all the movies that he was in as the emperor Mm -hmm. um and as 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 palpatine and as darth sidious or as the emperor um, the Anthony Daniels panel panel was also super fun, mm-hmm. and we got to be really up close and personal with him. Which yeah, was, that was was great, mm-hmm. and he was just a riot. He's such a treasure. He's such a such an amazing crowd pleasing Star Wars fixture. Um, but probably the highlight I would say for me was the um, Mandalorian Book of Boba Fett exhibit. Oh, the Mandalorian, Mandalorian experience. experience. Yes. Which yes. was incredible. And I think part of a side note, remember we, we were waiting in line to go to the Mandalorian experience and we ended up standing in front of a guy who's one of the lead like engineers, like creators of Black yes. Series Star Wars uh-huh. figures. Yeah. Uh-huh. Works for Hasbro. And he was just chilling in line just as a fan. Wanted to see the, the, the Boba Fett Mandalorian experience. Mandalorian experience was without a question like the most impressive thing I've seen in person of Star Wars. Just oh okay, yeah. The costumes, the ships. I mean, like you name it. Like wow. yeah, I yeah, I've 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 seen the Force Awakens uh, uh, exhibit when that came out. Like was the, similar to that. Yeah, it's kind of no, it was way smaller. Oh, smaller. Okay. Um, plus, like they only had like the costumes for Ray, Kylo, and uh, Finn and Poe. That was it. 
Really? Because this thing had like... Yeah, this this was like way bigger. Dozens of costumes, ships, vehicles, weapons. Yeah. Sets. I mean, there was even like the... Like the whole throne room set of Jabba's palace with Boba Fett in it, like that was that was hands down. Like this was all just for those of you who weren't there. Like this was all like the actual stuff, props and 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 vehicles and everything from the show itself. It wasn't like replicas. It wasn't. It was all the stuff like mm-hmm. there, and um, it was like I mean I just remember being in like going in there and just like. I just was speechless most of the time that I was there. And like for a room that big with that many people in it, it was pretty quiet. Like I think people were kind of like, yeah, you know, it was, in awe it was, it was, of what they were seeing. Yeah. I mean, I think the highlight for me, probably I'm sure for you was the actual re refurbished N1 and what, Starfighter. The modified from, N1. Yes. Yes. From Book oh of Boba Fett. Gosh, yes. That was, I mean, there it was like the full scale uh, actual ship from the show with baby Yoda in the pod, like animated up. Like, I mean, that was just wild. Like, holy crap. Like, right there it. in front of you. What's that? If I had a helicopter, I would rob. I would steal that. <laughs> Lift thing. it right out of there. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was, that was really probably the, the most impressive thing that we saw the whole time we were there, I would say. Pretty much. Yeah. Was... I mean, it wasn't something where you could buy anything or, but, or, you know, but you just, right. it was just incredible. Like, seeing all that stuff um and, and seeing a lot of the costumes up in uh, great detail yeah um, it's, it's it's amazing gives you it gave you like a whole new appreciation for you know the level of craftsmanship and and detail that goes into creating these shows and it's it's incredible like it's almost like a religious experience uh star wars night at disneyland oh yeah and mm-hmm. that was on friday Yep. Oh, speaking of Friday, I, I got to tell you like one of my highlights. Okay. Uh, so I have this helmet that I've acquired uh, signatures on it. Um, many, many very good signatures. Right. From many, many Star Wars actors. <laughs> yep. So that the, the helmet itself is technically worth more than my car right now. Probably. So... Um, Yep, it has signatures from Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher, uh, Kenny Baker, Peter Mayhew, Anthony Daniels, uh, Billy D. Williams, Tamora Morrison, uh, Daniel Logan, uh, Jeremy Bullock. So four, four signatures on there are from actors that have passed on. Uh, Ian McDermott, uh, Ray you Park. Pretty much have everyone to like what? Harrison Ford and Samuel Jackson, probably. Yep. So you... you I acquired Ewan McGregor's uh, autograph and got to actually make eye contact with him for about maybe a good two seconds. <laughs> yeah. It was a little more than two seconds, but it probably wasn't right. under, was under a minute. Right. I mean, he definitely... We were there standing in line, and that line was moving fast. Yeah, that, that was We did get the... to stop and, and meet him very briefly. Um, and he, 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 you could tell that he wanted to maybe not go so fast, but, right. and that he really was, you know, he was a very, just in the brief moments that we were in front of him, I thought, like, yeah. I felt like what, he seemed like a very, like he was a very, he was very humble. He didn't seem full of himself. So, and, 
You yeah, had, I mean, that like year, I, when, I, when I, you were carrying around uh, that helmet, man, people were just stopping you left and right. Like, yeah. Man, that's so cool. Oh, my God, look at that. I think you had even brought it with you, like, that morning when we, didn't we go to IHOP that morning? And yes. You, mm-hmm. you had the helmet with you, and people just kept stopping you, and then I think we saw what, one or two other people that had a similar helmet with autographs on it, but yeah, mm-hmm. I think yours had the most. Do you have Hayden? Unfortunately, no, which I'm still banging my head over because we did do a photo op with him. So I did meet him, and he did hold that helmet. He didn't sign it. Uh, <laughs> so that's like one of the biggest uh, regrets that I have in life, and hopefully <laughs> the only biggest regret I have in my life. We still got time to get his autograph. Yeah, that. Yep, he's he's young. I'm I'm pretty sure I'll 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 somehow get it on there. Yep. And then the uh, other, there was another, the other highlight was... Uh, Star Wars Night. No, no. Oh. oh. The, your photo op. Photo oh, the, op. I, I, thought, I thought Star Wars Night was before the photo op. Oh, yeah, it was. Oh, that's right. Was was you and McGregor the day that we went the, to Star Wars Night? Yes, it was okay. Friday. So we saw you so. and McGregor that day, and then that night we went to Star Wars Night. Yep. Which was basically, um, you got to go into Disneyland at 6 o'clock. Yeah, and then by was it seven or eight, they clear out the yeah. park. They clear they clear the regular people out of the park. So you only only the people from the Star Wars night are in the park, which made it really pretty empty. Yeah, except for Galaxy's Edge, and then and for Justin, that was your first time uh, riding Rise of the Resistance. Yes, it was. You want to talk about that? Oh boy, that that was. Probably the most funnest ride I've ever been on. Yeah. Uh, like, just from, like, everything. It felt like you were actually uh, a part of a Star Wars adventure at that point. Um, from, wo- like, walking into the um, room with the Ray hol- hologram. And then you go into a ship, a cargo ship, like, resistance cargo ship. And then you get captured by the first order, and then when that door opens and you walk into that, that room, hangar bay, that hang, yes, the giant hangar bay, full size hangar bay with like the stormtroopers and the or first order troopers or whatever, and yeah. the high five, like that's like oh the, man, yeah, still that, I, that still just gives me chills every time I go through that room. It's incredible. And then and for Justin, that was your first time uh, riding. Rise of the Resistance. Yes, it was. You want to talk about that? Oh boy, that that was probably the most funnest ride I've ever been on. Yeah. Uh, like, just from like everything, it felt like you were actually uh, a part of a Star Wars adventure at that point. Um, from like walking into the um, room with the Ray hologram. And then you go into a ship, a cargo ship, like resistance cargo ship. And then you get captured by the first order. And then when that door opens and you walk into that room, that hang, yes, the hangar bay. Full size hangar bay with like the stormtroopers and the, or first order troopers or whatever. And the high five, like that's, like oh the, man! Yeah, still, that, I, that still just gives me chills every time I go through that room. It's incredible. Then you make your way into the uh, pr- the uh, prison cells, right? Yep. 
and then and then you get and then they break you and then the resistance breaks you out and then you have to ride on these uh, little things controlled by Astromax, which that was really fun, and then you get to see that uh, uh, Kylo Ren and uh, General Hux like like in the yeah. Star Destroyer uh, Command uh, bridge, that 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 was really cool, and then. Uh, the lightsaber through the ceiling that <laughs> oh that was there's a lot of really cool effects oh, in there i thought what was, what's really cool about that ride too is that they actually got all these people who were in the movie yeah to do performances for the ride mm-hmm. like visually voice um like like they actually got oscar isaac and daisy ridley john and, boyega and john boyega and um Domin Hall Gleason, and I'm assuming Adam Driver, yeah, at least his is. voice. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, I mean, like I don't, I've never seen the, the, like there's nothing like that on Smuggler's Run, other than your animatronic Hondo. Right. I mean, Hondo's great. <laughs> and but, and yeah, Star Tours, is... I never remember seeing any original cast members like in any kind of unique footage. Right. But in that Rise of the Resistance ride, I mean, you actually have the the the, the actors who play those characters in that movie, like doing original content just for the ride, mm-hmm. which is so cool. So immersive. Like, I mean, among other things, right? Like everything about it is just so immersive. Like, and I think we, did we ride that twice or three times? Uh, we did that one twice. Twice. We did that one twice. We did Smuggler's Run once. Um, while we were in line for that, uh, there was like the annual lightsaber uh, near oh, the, the light, Falcon. yeah, meet up by the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, that was that was cool to see. Yeah, um, we didn't catch the full thing, but we saw it through the window. Yeah, when we were waiting in line, which was super cool. You got to go on also the Indiana Jones ride for the first time. Oh yes, which you'd never been on. I know. Nope. I I I have I grew up in California, so like a, a lot of Disneyland is very familiar to me, but. So it was fun to be there with you, like, mm-hmm. and like, oh man, you've never, oh, you've never been on the Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones ride, you've never been on right. Rise of the Resistance, like, there's a lot of things you hadn't seen, that mm-hmm. it was cool to to experience those things for the first time, to to be there when you're experiencing that. But the Indiana Jones ride, Star Tours, we went right. on Star Tours as well, mm-hmm. which was cool. Yeah, and it was it was great. Like, I mean, once they cleared out the regular population, it was really like the lines were short. And, oh yeah. We had the whole park to ourselves, pretty much. Yeah, it was, it was really nice. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, like, we were there, like, till, like, 1 in the morning. Yeah, was it 1? Was it, they started at 6, and it was there open till 1? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That, that was very cool. That was, that was a very, like, to just be at Disneyland for all those hours, and most of it with just, literally, like, all, everybody there was a Star Wars fan, right? Like, right. Everybody in the park is from Celebration. Mm-hmm. Like, it's such a uniquely... Star Wars experience, Disney Star Wars experience. Yeah, absolutely incredible. Yep. And that was fantastic. Yeah. And plus, I also got to meet up with uh, people that I've uh, known for a very long time in the Star Wars community online there as well. Um, so, again, that's always a joy to bump into people and go, like, hey, I remember you from like back. Back in a Facebook group, and I'm like, oh, that's that's nice. And uh, yeah, there was or, a lot of times where people yeah, just walked by you. Hey, Justin, how's it going? And you're like, yep. I was like, oh, oh hi. Hey. And like half the time, you were like, I don't even know who that <laughs> I, is. I don't know who that. 
and I feel bad for saying that. Um, but at the same, at the yes. same time, it's like, okay, I guess I'm doing something right in life, I guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then there are other times where I kind of just geek out um, over people and it might be vice versa for them. It's like, oh, hi, don't really know who you are. But yeah, and, the, and then there's others, like when I mentioned Trench Run, uh, the show. Um, they're like, oh yeah, I I, I yeah. remember seeing that around. It's very cool, real, very cool logo. <laughs> so it's like, so thank 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 you, uh, Jake Damon for that. Oh, the uh, photo shoot, like the photo yeah, op. photo op with Tamira Morrison and Daniel Logan. Yeah, and also that we had that those sightings at the Star Wars Star Wars show stage. Oh yeah, saw Pedro Pascal. Yeah. Um, Sam Witwer, mm-hmm. and who's the other guy? Sam Witwer and the other guy. Uh, um, Matt, Matt Lauder. Yeah. Uh, yep. And, um, Rosario Dawson, and then the actress who's going to play Sabine in the Ahsoka show. We, from a distance, saw Giancarlo Esposito. Oh, yeah. Who was I, I could hear him. Yeah. Um, so we got a lot of up-close sightings of a lot of stars there. Mm-hmm. Um, we just missed, I think we just missed like Ewan and Hayden and, and Tamira Morrison. Yeah. Um, but I got to watch those online and those were amazing little, little, little tidbits. But then, yeah, we waited in line, got in line for our photo op with Tamira Morrison, which was crazy. <laughs> my, yeah. my recollection of that was like, it was chaos. Right. Remember? <laughs> Get to the front of the line and they're just like, let's go, let's go, let's go. And they're just like screaming at everyone like. Trying to get as many people through there as fast mm-hmm. as they could. Yeah. But, yeah, but that was like, fun. It, I, even, even then, I think Tamar Morrison was, like, one of those, like, yeah, I'll, I know they're yelling at you, but, hey, fist bump. Yeah. Right, nice like, to meet you. you could tell, like, <laughs> yeah. you could tell he and you, and, like, they didn't want to yeah, rush. They, yeah, they. It wasn't their thing. And they felt bad. And, like, they wanted to have some kind of connection with these mm-hmm. people. And I think they, I think they're, they both, I think they're very aware, like, these people shelled out some cash. Right. To, to get my autograph or take a picture with me. I don't want to be just like Thanks, yelling next. Move along. Come on. Come on. <laughs> right. There's more people. Come on. Like, so, yeah, no, like it was, I mean, like, I mean, it happens so fast, but you know, right. I mean, there's something about like, I got to fist bump Boba Fett, you know, like, yeah. that's, or Django right. Fett. Like, that's cool. Like, but like, I remember it was just almost chaotic when you got right to the front of the line. Right. Um, but yet at the same time, like Tamira Morrison and Daniel Logan, they, they were, they were chill. They weren't freaking uh-huh. out. They weren't, like, you know, they were just yeah. like super, super cool. So, but yeah, I mean, like I, I had, I had fun. I mean, like I've met both of them prior to that, like do the helmet signing. Um, but even then it was still kind of cool to actually interact. Daniel Logan, Tamir Morrison. And then I think on Saturday we, I don't remember what we did on Saturday or Sunday. Like it's kind of all a blur to me right now, but we definitely got in the, the photo op. Um, we did the, the, um, droid builders exhibit. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Rancho Obi-Wan, which was all, uh, Boba Fett. It's like a Boba Fett, Jango Fett, Mandalorian thing, mm-hmm. um, which was super cool. Um, and I remember that we, we, the guy told us if you can find the black Wampa. Oh yeah. That black then, Wampa. And then story, we found yes. it and he gave mm-hmm. us the pin and he told us about the, the black, the myth of the black wampa. That there was a, mm-hmm. a toy that they made, like they thought the wampa was going to be black, 
Right. And they made some black wampa toys and then they changed it to white and mm-hmm. there's but but nobody knows if those toys really exist or something like that. Right. There's like no uh, um, there's like it's no, just a myth. Uh, is it mm-hmm. real or is it just a story? Um which was that was a cool little tidbit. Um but yeah, so many so many little things. Like I feel like as we're talking about there's just so many little things that I think about as we go through, you know, making a mental note of all these things we're doing. Like there's just, I think that like celebration is just, it is so immersive and there's so much to see, like just literally every second. Yeah, there's something to see. Mm-hmm. Somebody's cosplays, somebody's t-shirt, some merchandise, some booth, some person, some something. There's always something to see, something to hear, someplace to go. I mean, we still didn't even do it all. Right. Um yeah, and, and that's, like, one thing that I had to learn, like, from, like, the first celebration and, like, going into it. That was, like, something that was, like, really stressed to me when I was uh, going to go. Is that uh, if you're going to go to a Star Wars celebration, don't plan to see everything. Right. That That's, um, if you, if you have, a, uh, I don't, I don't want to say don't schedule stuff. Because there's gonna be stuff that you're gonna want to go to, like a right. panel or something like that. Right. That that's fine. Um, but at the same time, it's like there's still some other things that are gonna happen there that you're just not gonna see. Right. Or gonna or, or you're gonna come across something that like gonna be a surprise to everyone. Right. And you're just so lucky to just be there at the right time, in the right place. Right. So, um, yeah, I mean, you literally would yeah. have to clone yourself like 50 times to see everything and catch everything. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you just have to accept what things you get to do and what you can't do. There's nothing you can do about. And, and that's, that's definitely, I was, because I'm a little newer to it. Like I had to learn that. I think that was my, like the whole thing with like the Mando, the Lucasfilm panel and the Obi-Wan mm-hmm. thing. And like, that was my trial by fire. Like just to have to accept, like, you know what, there's some really cool stuff you're going to miss. There's some really cool stuff you're going to see. There's things that you might think, oh, they're not going to be that cool that end up being amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah. I mean, and the one thing we didn't mention is the Sunday, on Sunday, we did get to go to the Bad Batch Season 2 panel. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Which was cool. Yeah. And we got to see a, a trailer in that panel that wasn't the same as the as the trailer that was released to the public. And we got to right. see, a, we actually got to see some footage yeah, that that was of not, the show. Yeah, that was which was never released. So, um, which I guess we can talk about it now. Um, which I, it was it was a, um, I guess there is kind of like a time jump between seasons one and two, because uh, we do see Omega a little bit older. Yep. Uh, the um, Bad Batch's armor looks a little bit different. Uh, looks like it starts off on a beach and they're being chased by crab some, monsters. Yeah, some kind of. Yeah, it's a very know. tropical look to it. But. Um, but yeah, it was really cool. Um, but also, what's really cool was uh, the table read. Yes. Uh, where we got to see uh, Bradley, Bradley Baker, Baker like be Bradley Baker, uh, do like five voices at once in real right. time, like mm-hmm. just switching between characters like flawlessly, like right, like while the one actress was Omega, who was Omega, <laughs> Omega, and like that was cool. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. I mean, that was incredible. Like that, he voices all those characters, 
And yeah. like it was one thing to for him to do it in the show, but like he did it on stage in real time, like right. reading through the script, toggling into all these different characters so perfectly. Mm-hmm. Like that's incredible. That's, that's cool. I, I think he even like made a cricket sound like during like one of the. Um, did he? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. It was, it was, it was. He's he's a very talented guy. So yeah, that was very mm-hmm. cool. Very cool. And then there was, of course, I think what set in for me, especially once like that panel was over, and then I think the rest of the day we just we kind of there wasn't anything like on our schedule. Um, but then, then you get the, the, the beginnings of like the post convention blues start to settle in when you realize the weekend's over Oh yeah, and that it's, there's no more celebration. And then they announced it was going to be in Europe next year. And you're like, okay, well, I'm probably oh, yeah. going to that. Yep. And True. I have to say like, probably as much fun as I had, I did not expect to be I was really, it was a struggle um, for a good amount of time after yeah, I yeah, was in, actually, I was in a funk for weeks. So honestly, so um, I don't, I don't know if I told you this or, or if your daughter told, told you, but um, about, I think it was like at least two weeks after, it was like right when I moved back into Grand Rapids, I went out uh, to the bar one time, and I bumped into your daughter. And Mariah? Oh, yeah. The Mariah. black hair? Yep. Yeah. yeah. And I asked how you're doing, and she goes like, she said something along the lines of, uh, yeah, you're not over the celebration yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. That was my fault. <laughs> I was, I was, it was, I had, I, I, I think it, I think it was, it was, it was a testament to how fun that whole experience was, how positive it was. And it was, it was, I did not see it coming, how hard it was going to be to just go back to, go back to just life. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I've had that experience before, like going on a vacation, you come home and you're kind of sad because it's right. over or whatever. Yeah. But this was different. Like I yeah. was just like so in a funk i was on such a high for so many days and you just you just go non-stop like like and, and and really this is only something that like a star wars fan could experience right like for some people it wouldn't be that way but like for me the combination of four days of celebration um going to the star wars night at disneyland the premiere of kenobi like just it was just like it was such an intense and compacted full blown star Wars experience on so many levels. Mm-hmm. And it was so much of a high for me. Like, 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 a, like one of those all time highs of life. And then it's like over. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, I, was it the night before the last day or was it the last day that I lost my wallet? <laughs> it was oh, the last yes. day. Was Sunday. Yeah. Oh, my I God. lost my wallet and we had to like, sneak our way back in not sneak in but like force our way back into the convention hall and i mm-hmm. found my wallet at the booth where i bought my phone case and that was a, that was a nerve-wracking but mm-hmm. but yeah i mean it was such a such a letdown you know it was so because it was such a high and it was just it led to such a low mm-hmm. for me that I, I, I still find myself i mean I'm, I'm over it now but like i still find myself like oh man i wish i could still yeah. get it or like, 
Take Me Back. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Definitely have those. Take Me Back. Like, mm-hmm. and I. Yeah. So here's a question I have. Um, so like, right, even like after Star Wars Celebration, we had a new like we were still uh, recording uh, our episodes for Kenobi. Mm-hmm. And do you, do you think that having that show like helped a bit? Like with the oh, Star, absolutely. Star Wars Celebration Blues, or I think it did. But I think it also, I think it helped, oh. but it also made it worse. Oh, okay, because then yeah. it was like it kept feeding my, like my deep Star Wars, you know, feelings. Mm-hmm. Like in a, it like, then it was like, oh, like uh, I remember I would just watch those episodes over and over and over again just to keep myself in that S- Star Wars bliss. Oh yeah, spot. But yes, mm-hmm. that did help because it gave you something to really latch your teeth into. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when that was over, it was like, uh, like, was Oh man. Then I was no. like, then I was like, okay. And I think I, at, at that point I had been reading brotherhood and I finished brotherhood and I, and then the shadows of the Sith came out. So I jumped on that book and read it. And then the Padawan book came out a little bit after that. And I'd be like trying to keep myself in that space and like mm-hmm. went to catching up on some of the comics and stuff, like just to kind of keep that star Wars energy going. It's hard to sustain that you know super long term when you live far away from disney and far away from all that and you know there isn't any new content you know now and then they push back and or and you're like oh come on oh yeah i i was like that that was a little frustrating yeah but you know it is something that you know i have to keep reminding myself like what an amazing time to be a star wars fan like to even get to go to celebration to get to go to celebration and have so much Star Wars content to look forward to and like that there's still so much to come. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. There's things that are frustrating, like not having a movie on the schedule for a long, long time is really frustrating, but it's just a great time to be a Star Wars fan. And it's like, and it gives you a reason to always want to go to celebration. Cause there's always something new that they'll be featuring or highlighting that I, mm-hmm. I love, but, but yeah, that was a tough one, man. Coming back from that was a was a tough one. I was really down because I was just like, and to this day, it's like oh, I just want to move move to California and just like be right there, close mm-hmm. to that. Like, even though there's not a celebration all the time, but like, yeah, just right there where Disney is, where Star Wars, you know, the home. It's really home. Like Lucasfilm is in San Francisco, but Disney is really pretty much California. Um. And yeah, just such an amazing, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a once in a lifetime experience, which I hope to repeat. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure we will. Yeah. At some point, hopefully after it's in London next year. Yeah. 2023, so, maybe yeah. 2024, they'll come back stateside. Yeah. Hopefully. If they do it in 2024 at all, which I, I mean, oh, I mean, they yeah, started, it used to be every two years. Yeah. Um, used to be every two years. Uh, and then it got long and then, uh, then they wanted to try like one year in the United States and then the other in like in a different country or something like that. But then they kind of, I think that stopped during the pandemic. You're right. And I, and I don't think they did anything in 2018. Um, no. So. So I think that it's yeah. possible that we could get them every year. But uh, I think I, I can't afford that. <laughs> I think I think that they I think that that yeah. might not be the case. I think that it might be just that. They were Chicago, and then they were planning to do Anaheim the next year, and yep. that got canceled and pushed for two years because of COVID. And I think they wanted post-COVID, they wanted to hit 
stateside in Europe, like back to back. But it wouldn't surprise me if they skipped 2024. But, yeah, true. I mean, there's definitely going to be one in 2027. Oh, so. why? Why definitely 2027? 50th for oh, uh, new sure. Yeah, right. yeah. So. Well, hopefully, I would love it if they did it every year, because then even if I can't go every year, at least I know that if I miss one, I can go to the next one. Right. Like, if they announce if they announce so, that in London that there's going to be another one in 2024 in the United States, then I will probably just immediately plan to be there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and, and that that's going to kind of lead to, like, a... Man, this is pretty long. Well, not super long episode, but... Anyway, um, so I almost had a chance to go to Celebration London, I mean uh, Europe, which is in London, but uh, obviously I uh, didn't get into that. I didn't get there because uh, uh, it sold out, which it kind of makes me nervous for the future of Star Wars Celebration because um, like when, when we did Chicago, that sold out within like two two hours and then when i did uh anaheim it sold out in under 30 minutes really like the whole thing yeah like for like a four-day pass four-day pass but you could still get individual day passes yeah but those even sold out fairly quickly yeah yeah so i mean it's crazy to think that this has gotten so big that like even for something like a what is it a hundred and something dollar, almost two hundred dollar ticket yep. that they sell out immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To think that you could be in a position to go to a celebration and just not go because there just isn't any tickets, and then you'd either have to scalp them, like buy them from someone who's selling them at an inflated price. Yeah, that or I just don't miss do that. it. Just uh, not go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, let's not think about that. We don't want that to happen. Right. <laughs> right, so, but, yeah, well, I mean, uh, and also, as far as far as other Star Wars celebrations go, um, actually, we'll start with you, because I feel like there's a shorter list with you, uh, and I know the obvious question, I know the answer to this, but um, what would your favorite Star Wars celebration be? Well... Well, you know, that's a good question because, I mean, I went to Chicago, but it was only for one day. Right. Okay. I went to Anaheim for four days, plus Disneyland, plus the 501st Bash, plus, 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 plus. Yeah. So, obviously, like, overall Star Wars experience, that was amazing. That was, that was way more to experience than the one day in Chicago. But the one in Chicago for one day, I got to go with three of my kids and they just absolutely like loved it. Like it was just like so like sharing that experience with my kids who've all grown up loving Star Wars was amazing. So it definitely wasn't as big of a Star Wars experience, but it was just really cool to be able to experience that with three of my children who who, you know, when it was just to have that the kind of fun that we had for four days in Anaheim mm-hmm. for one day with three of my kids was, was super cool. But, but yeah, I mean like from an overall celebration experience perspective, like yeah, four days in Anaheim plus Disneyland plus everything, like everything, that whole thing, that whole experience was just, yeah. Mm. The, my, the, 
my post-convention blues were much deeper after uh, Anaheim than they were after Chicago, mm. for sure. Mm. Okay. But, yeah. Um, so my answer to that question is a little... Now that I'm really thinking about it, it's kind of hard to narrow down because, uh, like, my first Star Wars celebration experience will always kind of have, like, a very high... Uh, place in my heart because it was the first time that I ever got out of the Midwest. Uh, it was the first time that I took a road trip with my best friend uh, across the country just to go to a Star Wars convention. Uh, it was the first time that I went to a convention that big. Yeah. Um, and it was the first time I've met celebrities to that degree. Like, like Mark, that was where I met Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher, and like m most wow. of the original cast. Yeah. Which back then it didn't cost that. Like looking back, I'm like, oh wow, it only cost 150, 125 bucks to uh, get an autograph from Mark Hamill. But now, yeah. now it'd be like what like three, three hundred. Yeah. Right. Uh huh. Um, and it was also like the point where I got rec recognition. Uh, from people that I've only met online. So that was kind of surreal. And plus I also, like, again, got recognized by people that I didn't even know uh, who this knew me. This was 2015. Yep, 2015. Right. So, yeah, it was... And, like, I, I think the post-Celebration uh, Blues was probably the hardest then. Because... Mm. Um, it was still kind of like at that stage where Star Wars was like, it was the, like, it was, uh, in the public uh, eye, I guess. Like, it was kind of like, oh, there's a new Star Wars movie, but that's it. Like, the merchandise was still kind of low. The participation from everybody else was kind of low as well. Um, but, so, and plus, like, there was no Star Wars show. Um, Rebels ended first season ended so we had to wait for season two so yeah it was yeah yeah i remember this celebration then like that was the first time hearing about celebration blues and i was like oh yeah it's definitely real it's a real thing man and and, I, real and, I think, thing. and I think it also hit jake too um and like he, he had a desire to go back obviously um the celebration in 2017 was a bit interesting uh, it was me, Jake, and another friend of mine, uh, at, um, Ellie May. She, she went with us this time. So it was kind of a, the first time I've done like a group, uh, uh, gathering for a convention and outside of, uh, Michigan as well. And for, it was the first time going down to Florida. Um, and, uh, I, I think the experience there was a bit different. Um, I, we did bump into, but like, I, I would probably put it down on my lowest list, but like, I wouldn't say that like it was, I, I can't say it was a worst experience mm -hmm. either. Cause there was like very big highlights to that one too. Uh, the last Jedi panel, um, like bumping into more celebrities, uh, like including Hayden Christensen. That was like his first time going into a, a convent, 
going to a Star Wars convention since the episode three. So like he's so it's like just right. I, I think that was kind of at that point where the prequels were starting to be cool again. Mm-hmm. And this was before the Last Jedi, so everyone was excited for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh yeah, the five hundred first bash for that one was really cool. It was uh, like a nightclub, and that was the first time that Jake and I donned the Bobo suit. Mm-hmm. There was Weird Al Yankovic, and that performed for the Bible for the bash at the time. So wow, that was that's crazy. Yeah, that was that was really cool. And uh I think I'm trying to think who what else happened there. Uh, oh yeah, met Alan Tudyke there. Um Yeah, so so that so that one I say was like eh, like as far as Star Wars celebrations go, I I still had a blast. Um then uh, Chicago, which I was, I was happy that it was five days because you do get to see a lot more. Like you, yeah. like by even by day five, you're like, oh, that's really cool. I get to check this out now. Right. Um, so there is still an, a lot, a lot do. more time. Right. Um, I think the only downside to that was the hotel cost. Oh. It was, uh, um, yeah, I think the hotel was way more expensive than any, like, than the one at Anaheim or Orlando. And it was so weird, because, like, we live close by, too. Yeah, Chicago's a ripoff. So, but, um, but, yeah, again, still, still had a lot of fun, fun moments there. The Rise of Skywalker teaser. Um, and like the Mandalorian was getting hyped up yep. and it was, yeah. it was super weird cause, uh, no growth. This was post Grogu. So it was, it was a very interesting time for the Mandalorian cause like people were hyped about it, but it wasn't the show stealer until right, right, the episode, right. until the first episode showed up. Right. And I, I was, Yeah. It's kind of kind of super weird uh, now. Now looking back at it, uh, like Star Wars post Grogu. So uh, anyway, uh, the time that I got to go up, get up on stage uh, during an weird, overflow panel, weird, Al, weird Al, uh, lip sync thing. Yeah, yep. Was, yeah, yep, in front of four thousand people. <laughs> that that was amazing. Uh, I I was not originally picked uh to go up there uh but i had this uh vintage weird al shirt uh like a saga begins shirt because it was the panel for uh episode one uh for the 20th anniversary for that and uh i raised my hand because i knew every word from the saga begins right right and uh i didn't get picked up i i didn't get picked to go up and i i was like okay so i sat back down but everyone around me uh, booed. And then the um, host, uh, Amanda, she was like, wait, what the heck's that for? And then like they were like, yeah, pick this guy. He's... Oh. <laughs> and then they were like, oh, okay. Like at first I thought it was somebody else. So like I, she was like, all right, bring him up. 
And then, like, I, I just stood there for about a good 10 seconds, and I didn't see anybody get up. And then, they're like, so then there was a guy behind me was like, dude, we're doing this for you. Go. <laughs> and then, like, Jake was like, I'll record you. Just get up there. It's like, oh, oh, okay, okay. So I went up there. And, uh, yeah, that, 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 was, that was a surreal moment. It was, it was kind of like I, I and this and it kind of just brought a very positive light on the fandom I, I know the fandom has like this uh kind of mixed reputation but i feel like star wow. wars celebration is just one of those times where it's like it just like like the positivity of the fandom overshadows the negative oh i think and i that, think that, the that negativity just, is like you you don't see it small, it's the smallest it's just the the negativity is an online thing. I really don't think that there's a lot of negativity in the Star Wars fandom. I think there are people who are hard to please, but I don't think that the negativity is as big as people make it out to be. Right. Like, when you go to Celebration, that's just not, you know, like... Yeah. And and, and I don't think that... I don't think that that's, that's a... I don't think it's like 50% of Star Wars fans don't even like Star Wars or anything like that. Like, right. But, yeah. But yeah, it was in the uh, yeah, and Star Wars Celebration is one of the most positive, like most like the the positive energy, the positive vibes, the the the, the way people are just all like you're waiting in line with people you never met before, and everybody's talking. Like there's mm-hmm. no like I never really felt like at any point that there was anybody there who was really rude or who was not happy to be there or who wasn't. Right wasn't happy to be there and share their love of Star Wars with other people. Like, mm-hmm. just constantly positive for me. Oh, uh, yeah. And, and and plus, like, there's just, like, so so many, like, and, and that's the other thing. Um, if you go to a Star Wars celebration, uh, yeah, don't be, don't be, a, don't be shy there. I mean, I mean, like, you, I mean, heck, I, th- I think that's, like, where shy people become not shy anymore because yeah like they they can relate to the other other people like yeah yeah that's like the time when you can be the most yourself as a star wars fan whereas most of the time you're just kind of like keep it to yourself people might know that you're a star wars fan but they can't really relate to it and so they might say like oh you know that's cool but there's not like you know it's not like thousands of people who are all just as nerdy and into it as you are and you can just completely let your guard down and just completely you know you know connect with people mm-hmm. openly on a, on a whole different level for star wars which is just fantastic yeah and uh yeah and and yeah that is star wars celebration is definitely a place where you can like make new friends as well um like during that uh episode one overflow panel uh there was this uh um while, while they're doing the weird owl uh lip sync thing uh, there was this uh, Kylo Ren cosplayer, and he got a lot of attention up on that stage. Um, and then a couple weeks later, on uh, social media, uh, I I bumped into him in one of the comment sections, and I was like, "Hey, uh, um, I I remember, yeah, you're the Kylo Ren that was up on stage." And I was like, "Yeah, you're the one guy with the weird Al shirt." And so uh, we actually friended each other on Facebook, and then that's the guy you met at uh, at the at the, at the final first bash this year. Yep, that is yeah, correct. I remember that. Yeah, that was, that was really that was really neat. Yeah. So. Yeah, and that's the thing. I think that's that's the you know, 
that's the Star Wars fandom right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Bunch of people who love Star Wars, who love connecting with other people about it. And it's positive. Mm-hmm. For sure. So, um, yeah, that will be a close for a Star Wars Celebration episode. Uh, I'm pretty sure we'll definitely have more Star Wars Celebration stuff to talk about. And that will have to be for another time and hopefully with uh, more people this uh, I could I could talk one. about Celebration for hours, hours, if I really got into the details of it, yeah. All right, so that closes out our uh, episode. Uh, if you liked what you uh, if you liked what we just talked about, uh, you can listen to more of the more of that uh, um, on Spotify, Google Play, our uh, Apple Podcasts, or wherever podcasts are uh, broadcast. Uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, and also on Twitch on Thursdays. Uh, I will be playing uh, Star Wars video games if you guys are interested in seeing somebody <laughs> play video games very miserably. Uh, oh, I won't be miserable playing them, but I'm just not that good at them. <laughs> but you're, you're, you're free to check that out, too, as well. Um, until then, um, we're just going to be getting ready for Andor, Woo-hoo. which is going to be coming up really soon, and uh, Bad Batch. So, uh a lot more content coming your way um, and uh, more consistent. So can't wait to do that. Uh, so until then, uh, may the force be with you. Always. Great shot, kid. That was one in a million.